G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. We're joined by the amazing Kate Thompson all the way from Nashville. How are you doing, Kate? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today. I'm super excited to be with you. So how's Nashville at the moment? Has everything kind of gone back to normal after the whole COVID lockdown? You know, I wish we could say everything is back to normal. Things are starting to open up a little bit more, but life still isn't the same. Things are very closed down. Actually, right now we're in the middle of a winter storm. So our whole town has been shut down for the past couple of days. So... If people weren't stuck inside in the first place, now they're really stuck inside. (laughs) Wow. When you say winter storm, like crazy amounts of snow. Yes, for us, a lot of ice and we've had about six inches of snow. So it's been a lot, but it's it's been uh, quite the way to celebrate winter, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Can you ski there? You can't ski in Nashville, can you? No. no, no skiing in Nashville. That would be awesome, but no. Oh, so how do they go with snowplows and stuff? Like, does the streets just block up or are they able to? Well, we don't have snowplows here in Nashville. Oh. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, wow. I know. It's kind of wild. So you moved to Nashville recently, right? So you finished high school. Yes. And then you packed up everything and decided to move. Like, that's a pretty big faith step. How did How did that all work out for you? That's right. So I moved down here to Nashville in fall of 2019. I just graduated high school in May of 2019, and I knew that God was calling me down here. At that point in time when I was moving, I got an apartment down here in faith. Didn't have a record deal. I just was like, all right, I know I'm supposed to be down here. And uh, after I signed my lease to my apartment, uh, a few months later, I ended up signing a record deal with Red Street Records, which is a new Christian label in town, started by Jada Marcus from the group Rascal Flats. And been so great just uh, learning from him and being a part of the Red Street Records label and their team and their crew and now taking my music to radio which has been a crazy journey and you know if I would have picked a different year to launch out as an artist I definitely would have picked 2020 but I've still seen God's goodness in the middle of it all and I, I'm so thankful. Yeah wow so Nashville is kind of a foreign concept so for us in Australia every time we're chatting to a Christian artist they're usually from Nashville so do you guys all know each other like do you all hang out? There's a few of us that hang out yeah where I live in Franklin Tennessee which is south of Nashville just a little suburb that's where a lot of the Christian music artists hang out and I'll run into certain artists out and about and it's pretty fun. It's a really cool community. That's awesome. How was 2020 for you? I know it was pretty tough for a lot of musicians with lockdown and COVID. You can't tour and all that stuff. How did it go for you? Were you able to spend more time writing music or what did you do throughout that time? So I started 2020 actually out on the road. I was so excited. I was on a radio tour the same exact time last year. Aww. I was hitting about 25 stations and then March came and everything just got wiped out from underneath. Oh, no. And uh, I remember actually going back home to be with my family. And it was kind of a hard time for me because I was processing, like, why God is this happening? There's all these things that were going really well. And, you know, my music career was just getting started. Um, But honestly, I'm really thankful for this past year because I feel like I've seen a lot of growth happen in my own life, spiritually, physically, mentally, just all of it. It's just been awesome to be able to see the growth happen 
And um, eventually, a few months later, I went back to Nashville in May of last year, began to finish up my whole debut album, which is going to be out this year, which I'm really excited about. Yay! Working hard on that. And um, it's been a really, really cool season. And I'm actually going out on the road in this week for a couple shows just loosely. So we're starting to see the light at the end of the summer. Are these your first shows since, since COVID that you're about to go on? My first, like, extended run of shows, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so glad it's all starting to open up for you. Yeah, me too. Thank you. And I read that you started music, so, like, way back when you were, like, a toddler, like, when you were really young. That's right. Did you have a moment where you were like, okay, I'm going to do this now as a career? Like, did you did you start school thinking you were going to be a doctor or something and then it switched, or did you always go, music is what I want to do? I love that question because uh, in preschool... <laughs> My preschool teacher told my parents, they said, hey, this kid can already sing harmonies. You should maybe put him in some lessons. So my parents put me in some lessons because I guess that's not normal. And uh, I love music, but I also was a sports kid. I, I wanted to be really cool, and I thought sports was the coolest thing ever. And eventually in middle school, I began serving at my local church on the youth group worship team and just found that I fell in love with music and worship and one moment in particular that I knew, okay, this is what I want to do with my life was I was singing a Christian song at a public uh, middle school in eighth grade. And in that very moment, I found the power of the gospel and the power of music just collide. And I saw lives being touched in that very moment. And I knew that from that moment on, this is the moment that I want to do Christian music because it impacts people's lives truly. And it's more than just lyrics, but it's actually truth impacting our lives. Wow. How old were you then? I would have been 14 years old. Wow. So at 14, you're like, yep, this is what I want to do with my life. That's awesome. I had no idea what I wanted yeah. to do at 14. <laughs> thought I was a little crazy, but uh, I think it's worth it. No, I love it. It's so good. So is writing music now, is that your full-time gig? Yep, I'm full-time recording an artist. Amazing. Good on you. Oh, thank you so So we're playing your track at the moment, Every Step of the Way on Vision 180, and people are loving it. Can you tell us a little bit about that one and how it all came together? Yeah, so this song, Every Step of the Way, really is just my story. Uh, I said earlier that I moved down to Nashville kind of in faith and was really just trying to trust the Lord, and I wrote this song around the same time that I just moved down to Nashville of having all these thoughts, all these different emotions, fears, worries, excitements, joys that I know we can all relate to in certain seasons of life. And I, I walked into the writing room and I said, I need to write a song that can really just focus on those truths. That God, I don't know what it looks like, but I'm going to choose to trust you every step of the way. And a verse that really goes along well with that in the Bible is Proverbs 16:9, And it says, the heart of a man can plan his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. And there's a, there's a lot of, pain sometimes in that, but there's a lot of beauty in that as well, knowing that ultimately the Lord is the one who establishes our steps, and when we let go and surrender and let Him guide us every step of the way, then that's where the miracles happen. So powerful. That's awesome, Cade. And you did a bit of a competition around the film clip for that as well. How did that work? Like, were you happy with how that turned out? I did. So in the last year, of the fall of last year, the team at the record label and I came up with this idea to do a music video competition. I was like, all right, how are we going to do this? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it happened. We filmed all the clips uh, in the September of last year and eventually rolled out this competition. We had so many different entries from so many talented creators, directors, producers, 
and we ended up picking the winner. His name is, is Matthew Gates, and he was a student at a university here in America. And it was so cool to see the joy on his face, knowing that this is a cool moment for him. And, you know, the whole reason why I did this competition was because I saw that people had taken a risk on me in my life and my career and what I wanted to do. And it was just a little bit of a way for me to get back and say, hey, keep on doing what you're doing, and I hope this encourages you. I love that because he did a great job. Like, he wouldn't even know that he's a uni student. You would think that that's just, like, what you produced. He did a really good job. It was really good, really, really good. So have you received much feedback from the song from from listeners and fans? Yeah, it's been crazy just to hear the testimonies of the song every step of the way to reach people. You know, for me, I grew up on Christian radio, and so now being 20 years old, seeing my songs on Christian radio impact people that are maybe just like little young kids out there (laughs) that uh, really need to hear those truths is such a cool full circle moment for me Uh, one story in particular there was a man uh, who had had gone through some strokes and it was not looking very hopeful and um, this man decided to pick every step of the way as his fight song for his health journey and now he's in recovery and is doing really well and it just really humbles me and is is a blessing to see how the message of the song can touch people's lives yeah that's very cool so when you're writing or like before you started writing do you you have any musical influences like your favorite artists that you kind of took little bits from yeah um i would say that i grew up on probably three artists that really have an influence on my music today the first one is toby Matt. yes good call Uh, yep love matthew west and the last one is phil wickham yes we got to catch up with him last year he's he's an amazing writer he's so great i don't know how he just pumps out songs so quickly (laughs) like that battle belongs he's he's like oh yeah we just wrote that in a day and then kind of put it together while we were playing i'm like are you serious like (laughs) who does that such a good song yeah so good and i want to chat to you as well about your brand new single dear future wife it's like it's such a sweet song it's so cute i love it i love it so much did you write this around valentine's day or you kind of sitting at home and you're (laughs) in your room you're like hey i'm gonna write this song like how did how did this one come this is a funny story how this song kind of came about uh first of all the title dear future wife it's pretty out there right (laughs) i love it and last year last year in the middle of quarantine i said you know what what better time to write a love song all by myself in my bedroom (laughs) just me and a guitar (laughs) and so i did i wrote this song last year in the middle of quarantine and you know this song really is about me just trying to be the best man that i can be for my future wife and we decided to release this song around valentine's day because I, i know there's a lot of people that maybe have gone through a divorce, broken relationships, maybe they're single and they're just kind of having that season of waiting and and it can be hard and learning to trust God in the middle of that. Um, But I think this song really has been a kind of an anthem for me to to fight to be the best leader I can be and I hope that it encourages people as well. Totally. Because I remember when I was single and I was kind of waiting like, God, when are you going to bring that perfect someone? And and you don't like, you kind of want it to happen right away. 
And it's not till like now I'm married now, but at the time we were like, oh, like you can see where we both were at that time and how God was preparing both of our hearts for later down the track. But it's not until hindsight that you look back and you're like, oh, that's what God did. Absolutely. I know it's only fairly recent, but have you had many people contact you around that song? I have. Honestly, I've been blown away by the amount of messages I've been getting about this song. Just how, you know, as artists, I think the best thing that we can do is to be real, be authentic, and to to be ourselves in our music. And I was a little nervous to put that song out there because it is really close to my heart and a message that I don't feel a lot of people talk about. And now seeing just the responses to that song is truly made my past week as the song's been out there. People that have gone through hurt, have gone through pain, that really just needed to be reassured that, hey, it's going to be okay. And to focus on the Lord first, and that's what matters. Oh, it's so good, Cade, because some of the stuff that's coming out at the moment is like the complete opposite. And to have a voice that says, hey, no, we can wait for the right person is, is like so awesome. So thank you for putting that out. Absolutely. Can, can we ask you a little favor? I know you probably don't yep. have a guitar with you right now, but do you want to, can you sing the chorus for us, especially oh. for Vision 180? Yeah. I've been wishing, I've been waiting, I've been hoping, I've been praying that you're out there, jump on this earth. While you're waiting just for me, I'll do my best so I can be the future, and my future lies in the Oh, yeah, you're yeah. a pro. <laughs> That's oh, so thanks. beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, of course. You just never know. You never know when you got to sing. <laughs> I love that you just got a guitar sitting there, just in case. <laughs> always, always. Okay, so have you been writing any new stuff that we haven't heard yet for this new album? Where are you at with this with the writing process? So my, my album is actually done. Um I, it's done. It's done. I can't say when it's going to be released. Can you give us a little sneak peek? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. Not yet, but I'm really excited about the songs on this album. I really feel like, you know, this is my first record, and there's a lot of different emotions that I've had as I've been finishing up this first album and, you know, moving to a new city and a new stage of life and seeing how, as I've been writing these songs this past year, honestly, have been anthems for me in the season and I'm excited to see how they become someone else's anthem for whatever is going to lie ahead in life so I'm really excited that is so cool can you give us a little little sneak peek of what kind of songs are going to be on there are they similar to every step of the way and or are they kind of a more upbeat or more acoustic or yeah so a lot of my music is very similar to every step of the way very pop driven cool I love I love wordy lyrics. I love upbeat stuff. I feel like most of the time I'm pretty joyful. So I think that comes across in my music. And really, I want to hopefully just bring and be a breath of fresh air um, in my music and inspire this next generation, but also inspire people of all generations with this hope that we all need. And really just anthems that people can sing over their lives that they never forget. Oh, we can't wait to hear it. When, when's it set to be released? We don't know uh, the release date yet, but I'll be letting you know as soon as possible. Awesome. So. Well, we can't wait to hear it, Cade. Thank you so much. Can I ask for uh, for all the Australian listeners, are you going to do any like virtual live stream concerts so we can join in too? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, as of now, I don't have any live stream concerts on the books, but 
what I do do is I go Instagram live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m. Central Time. So I don't know what time that would be for y'all, but maybe in the afternoon. So if you guys yeah. tune in, you can check it out. Yes, I would definitely do that. Very cool. Thank you, Cade. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's been so great to chat to you. Thanks for having me. This has been a blast. Definitely the best way to spend an afternoon on a snowy day here in Nashville. So. <laughs> Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 